The Weekend Warrior, every Saturday morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. On ESPN LA 710. Dedicated to you, the fan who works hard all week and slugs it out on the court, the field, the big box store, and the honey-do list all weekend long. And helping you cope as you come to the realization you're not 19 any longer. Here's board-certified orthopedic surgeon Dr. Robert Clapper. Good morning, Los Angeles, and welcome to another edition of the Weekend Warriors Show. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Clapper. I'm an orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai, 33 years. Wow. What an unbelievable week in surgery. Spending time in my office and patients, so many of you. Not necessarily weekend warriors, but people of all shapes and sizes, young, old. It's an awesome journey I've been on in my career to try to understand how the body works. And what a pleasure it is each and every Saturday morning for me to be here with you to teach you what I've learned over these years. I'm so excited for my guest at 815 because it's from the world that I spend a lot of time in keeping me balanced in my life, the intensity of being a surgery, dealing with life and death. My balance is being a sculptor in marble with chisels like Michelangelo used, but it's also being a surfer. And with that hurricane, Sunday and Monday, I went surfing and oh my God, it was awesome. But I need, we all need that balance, that ying and that yang. And today's topic is a fascinating one. I'm sure there's never been a show TV, movie, or radio ever like this one, which is why it's so fun when I meet Weekend Warriors. It's so interesting to hear. When I ask them, what's your favorite show over these 500-plus shows I've done? What's your favorite story? They almost have to pause, and they always say the same thing. There's so many, Dr. Clapper, because there's stories that you're not going to hear on any show, which is why this show has been so successful. And I want to thank Rebecca and Tyler and Greg Bergman, for helping me behind the scenes, making this show happen each and every Saturday. The great Steve Paulette and Jared Abrams, who are still participating. I can't do it alone. So my guest, thanks to Jared Abrams, James Mosley is calling in at 8.15. And of all the things that you could do with your life, this is uh, something different for you guys to hear about. But it's very near and dear to my heart because James Mosley is an expert and started a company that makes something that I'm sure none of you have ever even known existed, let alone held it in your hand, but it's surf wax. It's a special material, wax, that's made so that I can rub it on my surfboard that allows my feet to stick better, gives me traction, gives me texture, so I don't fall off my slippery surfboard, which is smooth fiberglass. And you're going, okay, Glad you're a surfer. I'm glad you use it, Dr. Clapper, but you know what this show is all about. My love for art, my love for sports, my love for surgery. If that's the topic today, surf wax, texture, traction, staying on that magic carpet that's my surfboard to go from point A to point B in the ocean, I thought all week, okay, where do I see surf wax in your life, my life, in art, in sports? That's relevant, that same story of traction and texture to stay on the magic carpet. Well, there's a song that Rebecca's going to play right now, and I want you to listen to it. It comes from 1964, Eric Burden, 
one of that British invasion groups right there with the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. They were called the Animals. And when he was interviewed on Ed Sullivan, why, why is the name of your group the Animals? And Eric Burden, as only Eric Burden can answer, said, because we act like animals. <laughs> we behave like animals. And the more he said that, boy, the girls just loved him even more. But he had a great idea, Eric Burden. I don't have to write original songs, even though he did. I'm going to sing the songs that have been around for hundreds of years and put my own twist on it. So listen to a song that's over 300 years old that he made into one of the greatest rock and roll songs of all time called The House of the Rising Sun. Let's listen, Rebecca. There is Here he is. You can turn it up. This is Eric Burden. You don't sing like this without an anger burning in your heart. That anger comes from where Eric Burden grew up, a godforsaken town, a port city outside of London. Poverty, unemployment, as he called it, a ghetto. There's no hope in that town. The only way Eric Burden gets out of his town the only way Dr. Clapper gets the hell out of Far Rockaway, New York is a magic carpet. A surfboard, if you will, that's going to take me from point A to point B. I need to get the hell out of Far Rockaway. Eric Burden needed to get the hell out of his unemployment, apathy, hopeless town. And for me, it was going to college and going to medical school. That was my surf wax my texture, my traction to get the hell out. For Eric Burden, it was music. But how did he do it? Well, he'd hang out at the local jazz clubs and listen to music. But something even better happened to him. Because it's a port town where he grew up, just destitute, just awful. But his neighbor was a seaman. He was a merchant marine and could travel all over the world. And his neighbor loved Frank Sinatra. So when he traveled all over the world, particularly to America, he bought albums, music, and shipped them back to this town in England. Get a load of this, though. So that the Sinatra records wouldn't get scratched. He needed packing material. So he stacked the Sinatra records that he wanted to keep, this neighbor of Eric Burden's, he's a little kid at the time, with records that he could care less about. Records that could be the packing equipment, Lead Belly, Robert Johnson, the music, Chuck Berry, that he had no interest in. That was the packing material. And those records got scratched and destroyed on one side, but the other side was preserved. And when the seaman came home, this little kid is loving music, would say, can I have the record that you're throwing away? And he gave it to him. Eric Burden fell in love with rhythm and blues and music that was being discarded by his apartment mate. And that's where the House of the Rising Sun came from. Eric Burden realized, this is my surf wax to get the hell out of my godforsaken town. What about in the world of sports? Uh, this is an unbelievable story of surf wax in a, in a person that you're all familiar with, Phil Knight. I don't know Phil Knight, Dr. Clapper. Yes, you do. Because Phil Knight started the largest sports apparel company in the world. He's the 24th richest man, according to Forbes, in the world right now. He started Nike. 
And he started Nike with $500 from him and his track coach from the University of Oregon, Bill Bowerman. Okay, Dr. Clapper, sneakers, Nike, apparel, I get it. Why is that surf wax? Because you're going to be blown away when you hear this story of texture, traction, to get from point A to point B. It was Bill Bowerman, Phil Knight's track coach, his partner in starting Nike, that said, I need to make a better traction, a better texture to move along and improve sneakers. Hey, I got an idea, Bill Bowerman said. Look at my wife's waffle iron. It's in the kitchen. What if I poured polyurethane, gooey plastic, instead of to make a delicious waffle? By the way, Uncle Bill's in Manhattan Beach, the best waffle in Los Angeles. But now my mouth is watering. Thanks for doing that. I'll pour pour polyurethane in the waffle iron. That might give a better texture, traction, to allow a runner to go from point A to point B. And you all know what happened when running shoes had a new sole. S-O-L-E, but they also had a new S-O-U-L, thanks to Phil Knight, Bill Bowerman, and Nike. And you got to hear that story. It's amazing. So yeah, there is a connection, Steve Mason, you were wondering. John Ireland, you were wondering, because the promo is so cool from this show. I tease you all week long. What is the connection between Eric Burden and the animals to Phil Knight and Nike and Surf Wax? Well, there it is. But you got to hear the sound bites, and we'll play them coming up. Clapper Vision, oh my God. I'm going to do Clapper Vision with the Weekend Warriors. The number's 877-710-ESPN. And I'll take your calls at 745 or at 830 because I want to get through the sound bites. But Clapper Vision is also most valuable, certainly for all of you fantasy football players, because we got a lot of fantasy football injuries. Dak Prescott, he broke his thumb. Oh, he'll be back in four weeks, Jerry Jones says. Yeah, let me explain to you what exactly is happening about this unique bone and joint in your body called the thumb. Here's a clap revision to get you started, a windshield wiper and how it attaches to your windshield. I'll explain later. That's your thumb. What about TJ Watt? He tore his pec major muscle, had multiple opinions, no surgery, but your pec major. Here's a clap revision to have you start thinking about a flagpole and the flag that's flying in the wind is that flag that no longer flies, thank God, that represents the South. Remember that giant X? That was the flag of the South fighting the North in the Civil War? Well, I want you to imagine that flag with the X on it attached to a flagpole. Believe it or not, the flagpole is your arm, your humerus bone, and your pec major, which is right under your nipple in your chest. I'll explain why, to me, it's exactly like that south flag in the civil war in terms of how the fibers of the muscles are i'll explain and finally we got to talk about justin herbert everybody's so relieved he just fractured his rib cartilage i'm here to tell you i wish he broke his rib the bone and not the rib cartilage there's 24 ribs that you have you in your car listening to me right now you got 24 ribs seven of them are attached to your breastbone the sternum Two of them are called false ribs because they attach to your back, your thoracic spine in the back, but they don't attach to the sternum. They attach to cartilage that then attaches to your sternum. And two of them, 10 through 12, we call those floating ribs, not false ribs, but floating ribs because they ain't attaching to cartilage to your breastbone. Clapper vision for Justin Herbert is going to be a fence, a fence that surrounds your yard. 
But why do I worry about rib cartilage that's fractured more than the rib bone? I'm going to explain and I'll give you, well, I won't even give you a clue. I'll tell you why. It's a more serious injury that takes longer to heal and I'll explain. Coming up next. Oh my God. And don't forget, we got to talk about food. There's a donut that reminds me of surf wax because it's sticky texture and allows something to be stuck on top of it. So we got to talk about surf wax in the world of food. And I'll explain. Coming up next on the Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN.